Hello, hello, hello. This is Manuel James Delgado. You're listening to The Manny Show. Once again here on Linden Radio. It's that time of week, people. So glad that you are here with me. Hopefully on the you're listening, streaming it on um, some sort of radio app. Or you're watching on Facebook Live on Linden's Facebook page. Uh, you are welcome to hang out with me for the next hour as I hopefully uh, inspire you uh, to seek the one that created you, the one that loves you, the one that knows you the most, Senor Jesus Christ, um, and um, that you go away equipped, encouraged, and comforted in the season that you are in. So we're starting a new series here on The Manny Show and I'm calling it the same power. Uh, I did this devotion a while back. I wrote a, a while back ago, and I just feel like uh, that we should go through this for the next few weeks. And what does it mean to have the same power that rose Jesus from the grave to be living in you and me? That power that rose a dead person back to life is in us. What can that do? for us in our everyday life and the way that we think about ourselves and the way that we think about God's kingdom and and how much our Heavenly Father just loves us. It's going to be, I think it's going to be a pretty cool uh, subject here and through the next few weeks I'll have some some uh, some guests coming in talking about it. I got a really cool guy coming in next week who's going to be with me and um, and some others lined up. So so hopefully you stay with us this whole time, and and you know I I also I also put this show on my podcast and and I post that out. So if you miss any part of this, it's all good because you can always go to the podcast and and check it out. So yeah, I got a nice lineup of music. Um, actually, I was thinking about playing some stuff from the Dove Awards, but I think people have been doing that already. But if you wa- if you haven't seen the Devil Wars, I think you can watch some of it. Uh, it was being streamed live this weekend. Epic, epic uh, awards ceremony for uh, the Christian music genre of all different kinds. Really great stuff. One of my favorite artists right now, Brandon Lake. He won an award for being uh, the the, um, the new artist of the year, and um, he he rocks it. Maverick City won new. A worship group of the year so and and a bunch of other stuff uh the blessing that song it won as well so yeah it's some, some really really cool stuff anyways just wanted to share with you a little bit about my weekend you know we're here to share testimony so if you have a testimony you have a prayer request song request whatever it may be you can join me on facebook live and Pop it up on our notifications right there. You can send me a private message on Facebook Messenger. Otherwise, if you're local here, you can text message us at 521377. So, yeah, I just got back from Denmark, y'all. And I was invited to be a, um, a guest speaker and, and uh, part of an awesome team that puts on these type of men and women retreats. And this time it was a, a men's retreat. And they rented uh, a boarding school because all the students were on holiday. So we had this really beautiful boarding school uh, where we can just spend time with Jesus. And uh, the, the topic for that week was uh, freedom. And they asked me, 
and to be one of the speakers there and share about some different stuff. So I shared about grace and Holy Spirit, forgiveness, you know, all the foundational things that help you um, know who you are in Christ Jesus. And and it was it was just a really really great time, and it was a mixture of different denominations. It's super cool. Uh, I think it's um, Psalms 130, 133, something like that, where it talks about how how beautiful it is when brothers and sisters unite. It's like oil pouring over Aaron's head and, and going all the way over, even over his beard. And it's kind of like a, a symbol because Aaron was, was uh, Aaron and his family line were considered the the head priests, the ones that ministered to God Himself, and um, and and so for this oil, which is like an anointing from God, a blessing from God, to help secure or or recognize uh, the talents and the gifting that 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 we have to worship Him and to serve Him, and so I mean, just a great picture, right? And and um, think about it and. This times, if you know anything about the Bible, there's old covenant, new covenant. It was only, it was only um, Aaron and his family line that could minister up close to God in the temple. Um, but after Jesus's finished work, then uh, it opened up to all of those who believe, and then we become um, part of a royal priesthood. All of us who choose to believe, so we all get to minister. Uh, to Heavenly Father in spirit and in truth everywhere we go. And, 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 so, and when we do it together, when we unite, unite together, God is like, wow, I'm just going to pour out all of my blessing on this unity because when they're together, we can do so much more because then people get to see the complete picture of heaven's ways here on earth when we do it together. When we try to do it ourselves, or we think that our uh, theology is better than the others, or whatnot, you know, the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 13 that you can have all the wisdom of the world, you can have all the talents of the world. If you do not do it in love, it's pointless. So, and Jesus said, they will know that you're my disciples by the way that you love each other. And Jesus prayed, in the park before being arrested, Father, um, give them the glory that you gave me so that they can be one with us just as you and me are one. So, I mean, come on, all of these scriptures telling us straight up that it is beautiful in God's eyes when we're united in love, sharing that love with those around us. It means that we're able to walk in our calling to the fullest. So, so this weekend was a, a taste of that, you know. We had people from all different types of denominations coming together, just seeking the presence of God. And, and we had, you know, many subjects together, but it was also the subjects were brought um, through testimony. We had a lot of different um, things that we did so that we could create an atmosphere for God's, for example, forgiving power to come in and, and just so that the, some people that were struggling with maybe forgiving themselves or forgiving others were, had an opportunity to do that. There was just so many awesome encounters. Beautiful, beautiful. 
So you can uh, hit me up and we can talk a little bit more about it if you want to hear some stuff about it. But And if you want to join one of these retreats, it's all over the world. Uh, we have one in Denmark. Uh, there's also in America. They're in different countries. And it's called Tres Dias. Okay? Tres. Tres. Three. Three days. But Spanish, Tres Dias. And, and then you can, you can Google Tres Dias. And you should be able to find... Um, a group near you. <laughs> cool beans. All right, so this is what we're going to do. We're going to play a song and we come back. Uh, I'm going to give you a little intro about the same power. So like I said last week, there's this album that I've been really in love with right now, Homecoming, and I played some of it last week. I'm going to play a song from it again, but I got other songs for you too, so don't you worry. Uh, this one, again, the theme song, homecoming um enjoy it and we will be right back lord i confess that i've been a criminal i've stolen your bread Sing my own song And Lord I confess That I'm far from innocent These shackles I wear Oh I bought on my own Scarlet sins had a crimson cost You nailed my death to that old rugged cross An empty slate at the empty grave Thank God that stone was rolled away Lord, I confess I've been Made for your house, but it walks my own roads. Then Jesus came and tore down my prison walls. Death came.
smiling in heaven, you and I, you and I. And I see bright crimson rose draped over the ashes, a wide open tomb where there should be casket. Children are singing and dancing and laughing. The Father is welcoming. This is our homecoming. Roses in bloom, pushed up from the embers. Rivers of tears flow from good times remembered. Families are singing and dancing and laughing. The Father is welcoming. This is our homecoming. Joins in with the glorious sound In the great cloud of witnesses All gather round Cause the ones that were lost Are finally found The Father is welcoming This is our homecoming Scarlet saints Had a crimson cause You nailed my death to that Homecoming. You can hear more about or hear more of it on the plat- music platform that you listen to. That's the album by Bethel that just came out last week called Homecoming, and that was the theme song live version with Corey Asbury, Gable, Gable Price, and everyone else on that crew. So cool beans. All right, if you're just joining me, this is the Manny Show on Linden Radio. Yeah, you're watching on Facebook Live stream, hopefully. If not, you can listen on their website, linden.fo, um, and stream it there. You got a radio app on your phone. Look up linden.fo, and you can find it there. And, uh, yeah, cool beans. So, like I said, we're starting this theme for the next few weeks called The Same Power. And it's all about... Uh, just diving into what it means to have the same power that rose Jesus from the dead to be in you and me. So I'm just going to throw out some scriptures that support this. So, you know, I'm not just making up some crazy thoughts about, you know, come on, you know, that power that rose Jesus, how can, you know, that be in us and so on and so on. And you might have all these different questions, but let's just read scripture first and we will go from there. So Heavenly Father, please bless this time. Bless your word. And let it, um, yeah, let it do some transforming inside of all of us so that we can learn to tap into this power so that we can live life and life to the fullest and help others as well. Um, and not only um, brought you back to life, but it brings other things back to life. It brings relationships back to life. It brings just our surroundings back to life, back into the light that brings life. So let your word be living and active as we read it and uh, as we let it inspire and transform us. We love you so much. In your name we pray, Jesus. Amen. So here we go. 
And this is Acts 2, 24. And, he said, and this is during uh, a preach that Peter was giving, actually. And he said this, he says, But God raised him from the dead, talking about Jesus, freeing him from the agony of death, because it was impossible for death to keep its hold on him. So, okay, so we know from just that scripture that there was this power that came from God uh, up in heaven on high, whatever, however you want to look at it, but there was a power that rose Jesus from the dead so that he would not have to endure the agony of being death. Uh-oh, that's probably also a sign of realizing that, um, that um, hold on there, that even when we're dead, we're conscious. You know, there's so many people that say, okay, when you're dead, that's it. There's nothing else left to you. You're just, you're gone there. You just don't exist. But just right here with Jesus, you know, God didn't want him to be in agony for a few different reasons. But right here we read because he, so he wouldn't have the agony of living in death. Oh, think about that one, right? But the reason why he did that, because, well, it was impossible for death to keep its hold on him. Death thought they won. The enemy, the devil, and his whole tribe, there it is like, yeah, we got Jesus killed. And now he's done in a way with, now we can do whatever we feel like. And they were like crazy wrong because within, during that time when, when he was, you know, physically dead, you can read a lot about what he was doing. In, 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 in Jude and First Peter, you can read about what he was doing during that time. But nevertheless, God is like, nope, it's time to raise you up also in the flesh because death has no power on you because of the type of death you chose to die for humanity. Pretty cool. All right, let's read further on. This is Romans 6, verses 10 and 11. When he died, again, talking about Jesus, he died once to break the power of sin, okay? But now that he lives, he lives for the glory of God. So you also, talking about you and me, should consider yourselves to be dead to the power of sin and alive to God through Christ Jesus. Life came, um, you know, when God created, everything was perfect. He was pleased. But because humanity chose to uh, want to live life independent from the true source of life, God, then sin came in. And it says that sin came into the world through one seed, Adam, humanity. Um, but then life came back, eternal life came back through one seed, Jesus thus giving us an opportunity to live life and life eternal. So if we who are in Christ Jesus, it's saying right here, we should consider ourselves dead, but not, not the normal type of the dead to sin that brings death, because we no longer are uh, slaves to sin anymore. So therefore, we're not slaves to death anymore. We might die temporarily, but we have eternal value, so we will live on. Amen? And so it's saying that we should consider ourselves to be alive to God through Jesus Christ and what He did for us. That's Romans 6, 10 through 11. Got one more scripture right here. The Spirit of God, who raised Jesus from the dead, lives in you. And just as God raised Christ Jesus from the dead, 
He will give life to your mortal bodies by the same Spirit living within you. See, I told you I didn't make it up. It's all, it's all right there. That the same, the same, uh, the Spirit of God that who raised Jesus from the dead, the Spirit of God is the power of God. Okay, lives in you and me, and it raised Jesus from the dead. It will also raise our mortal bodies at the right time, and prove to us that we have life and life eternal. Wow. That's the same power that's in us, people. God loves us each. God loves each one of us so much that He filled His Son with the power to overcome death so that He could have eternal life. That power is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And according to Scripture, that same power is inside of you and me. That is cool. Don't you just love that? I mean, think about it, you know? Don't you just like, okay, do you feel like, I don't know, sometimes when I'm really into scripture or really into worship, I just feel the spirit just coming alive in me, his spirit that is that dwells in, in me. And I just feel like this, this unique power that is in me uh, that, wow, I can get through life uh, as more than a conqueror. I can get through life victorious. I can get through life fulfilling the the dreams that God has put on my heart. You know, a lot of times we think, oh, I wonder if that dream or, or that thing that I want to do is from God. And and there's an easy filter for that. Does it please does it does it draw you closer to him? Does it draw you closer to God? Does it make you more dependent on him? And does it bless others around you? If those two things uh, are like an obvious factor of why you're doing what you're doing, then it's definitely from God, right? And by having that power in you, by having Holy Spirit in you, you will be able to to say no to the things that will just lead you down a life of chaos, pointlessness, and even death. And you will be able to say yes to the things that bring you closer to God, who's your source, and help other people um, experience God in His ways and draw them closer to their Heavenly Father. And you will all have eternal value in all you do, and you'll be able to live life and life to the fullest. So this is what we're going to do the next few weeks. We're going to talk about one of these topics today, but we're going to go deeper into what it means to have the same power. Um that rose Jesus from the dead to live in you and me. First of all, it identifies us with him. Okay. We're going to talk a little bit about that today. And then it also, it prepares us um, the same way that that power that Jesus knew he had prepared him. You know, we're going to be able to suffer with him. We're going to be able to and share with him in all different types of matters. And we'll talk a little bit more about that. We'll do that one next week, I suppose. And it, it completes us, that same power. It completes us. <laughs> it, uh, it helps us, uh, it completes us in, in our relationship with God and with others. Um, yeah, some good stuff right there. I can't wait to do that. And then we're going to end with talking about how this same power is the power that was used yesterday. For example, creation and what we read about the Bible, it is the same power uh, for today, for the things that we are involved with today, 
and it's forever more. It'll never go away. It'll always be there yesterday, today, and forever more. Amen? So that's my little intro about the same power, devotion. And I read some scriptures just to show you, you know, what the Bible talks about this and the journey through it, how it came through Jesus first and, and what happened when it brought Jesus back to life and how it's in you and me and what it can do for us. So after the song, we're going to talk about how it helps us find our identity in Christ Jesus. So I'm going to play a song by good old Kim Walker, and this is I Say Yes. Tear down these idols and every stronghold. Tear down all judgment and all of my pride. Tear down religion and all my self-righteousness. I want an encounter.
I say yes, live version, and she goes crazy. Revival style on the rest of this song. Maybe I'll just let it play for a little bit in the background while we're talking. Uh, so good. I was asking some people on the Facebook thread, so why are you glad that Jesus lives in you? So you can still answer that. Um, but why are you glad that Jesus lives in you? And uh, my buddy Boaz, he says, because he forgives that 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 forgiveness power. It was so cool this weekend. I talked a little bit about that. We had a night where uh, where we uh, gave time for God's forgiveness uh, to empower us, to release us. Uh, not only for what we've done, you know. Of course, we need to ask for forgiveness. But we also need to be able to forgive others. We also need to be able to forgive ourselves. And um, and uh, so I, I shared a I shared a story about how God spoke to me about how I needed to forgive uh, some people in my life for how they really you know hurt me. And um, by saying, "Okay, God, I'm going to do this," and I called this person and let them know that I, I forgave them it, it started a journey and our relationship became restored and it's thriving now but it also became a testimony to those whenever I share about that about you know that 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 story that time I had with God and the strength he gave me uh, to forgive those because the Bible clearly says you can read about it in several different places but the one that I was reading that day was right after um, the Our Father prayer and at the end of it, it says that if you forgive those who sin against you, then your Father in heaven will forgive you. But if you don't forgive those who sin against you, then your Father in heaven will not forgive you. That's a pretty powerful statement right there because we just think that, oh no, he'll forgive us no matter what. And, you know, the forgiveness is there for everybody to receive. But you have to receive it and you have to be able to give it too. Um, so. Yeah, that's a whole other thing. But but still, I mean, it was just so cool. And then, let's see who else. My wife, she wrote, writes, By him living in me, his character can live through me. Come on. So the love he has for me, his joy, his strength, his grace, his peace can be active through me. It fills my life with hope. He is a friend, a guide, a king, shelter, everything come on that's my woman right there <laughs> that's so good babe that is really awesome why are you glad that jesus lives in you just meditate on that thought right now why are you glad that jesus lives in you um you know i'm so glad that he lives in me because he has restored me he has given me confidence um, and taken away the shame that I once lived in for so long. Uh, I, I, I lived in shame for so long because of the lifestyle that I chose to live. Um, or, yeah, and I wanted to get out of it, but I didn't know how to because I was so embarrassed of the way I was living. And he he came right in and helped me get out of that lifestyle and brought joy back into my life and 
good thoughts, a culture of honor that I needed to have about myself so that I can have it for others. So, yeah. All right. So the next part that I want to kind of touch on uh, before we end the show, um, we still got a little bit here, but it's that the same power that rose Jesus from the dead, I said, lives in you and me, and it helps identify us with him. Because like it said in some of the scriptures I was reading before the song, that, that, um, that um, we should identify ourselves as being dead to sin and alive in Christ. Just like Jesus died, but death could not hold him down, so he rose again. That way we have something to compare to myself. If we just choose to believe that we have that same power and that Jesus lives in you and me, and that he's our Lord and Savior, then we can find our identity in him. And he's saying, when you do, you find your identity no longer in the grasp of sin, which leads to death, but in the grace of God, which leads to life and life eternal. So here's the first point that I have right here. I'm going to read this passage to you, and then we're going to go over some things right here, okay? This is Ephesians 2, 4 through 7, and it's all about togetherness, okay? We're, we, we identify with him because he brings us together. We're united with him. All right, come on. Let me read. But God, being rich in mercy because of the great love which with which he loved us, even when we were dead and our sins, trespasses, made us alive together with Christ, by grace you have been saved and raised up with him and seated and seated us you and me with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus so that in the coming ages he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace in kindness towards us in Christ Jesus so this is what this is saying first of all in his resurrection because he seated up in heavenly places, I'll get more into that, but because of his resurrection, not only raised us up, but empowered us. Um, let me say this again. In his resurrection, which we'll focus on first through this passage that we just read from Ephesians 2, 4 through 7, I want to point out that in his resurrection, not only raised us, okay, like him, but empowered us. What did Jesus say uh, to his disciples, one of the last words we read about is called the Great Commission in Matthew, at the end of Matthew, the last chapter in Matthew. It says something along the lines where Jesus says that all power and authority has been given to me. And then he says, and then he tells them to do something, but he's saying that, you know, all that power and authority has been given to me. I'm now giving it to you. I'm empowering you with all the power and authority that I've given now you have. So now you, you and me, are empowered to do the great works. And this is some of the great works. He says, therefore, go and make disciples of all people, teaching them to observe, uh, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and Holy Spirit, which means uh, it's a symbol of like saying goodbye to our old life and hello to our new life in Christ Jesus, united to Him, all right? And then it continues on, it says, and teach them to observe everything that I have taught you. So in other words, whatever we experience, whatever we learn in our relationship with Jesus, we should be sharing that encounter, that knowledge, that intimate relationship with others so that they can learn from it too and enjoy it themselves. 
right? And then he says, but hey, don't worry. I will be with you till the very end. He will always be with us to help us do this. So he doesn't just say, okay, um, I'm empowering you and I I give you the authority to go do what you need to do on our behalf. Good luck. (laughs) He's like, wait, I'm also going to be with you. Don't worry. And this is what some of the things you need to do. Let me give you a little uh, side note right there, okay? Um, When it says to, therefore, go make disciples, it's not about going to a place, but it's as you go make disciples. So as we go into our life every day, we're making disciples. So from this passage, just from this one part, in his resurrection, we're not only raised up with him, but we're empowered by him. Okay? Boom. Shaba. <laughs> All right. I have some spectators watching. Oh, and I got another I got another quote or another comment about my question that I asked. So I'm going to jump on this. Also, uh, the question was, you know, why are you so glad that Jesus lives in you? And and he writes, also because he has given me a so good life in City Church with good people. Yes, because Jesus lives in you. He desires to have fellowship with other like-minded people. And so he's having a really good and fulfilling life in the church, the local church that he's in with good people. I agree with you. Maybe because we're in the same church. But anyways, all right. So from Ephesians 2, 4 through 7, right? It's all about togetherness with Jesus and our identities in Him. First part is that we're raised with Him, which means that we're empowered with Him. Right? The second one is uh, in His ascension, which means when He went up to heaven to sit on the right-hand side of Christ, when He went back up to His heavenly domain. Now, we read in Philippians chapter 2, it says that we should have the attitude of Christ, who being in very nature did not consider equality with God something to hold on to, but he let go of everything, okay? So he let go of his heavenly domain, his home, right? He let go of all of that to come down here to earth to be with humanity and to serve them, um, and serve them to the point of death and even death on the cross, the Bible says. But because he did that and he was sinless in his life here serving humanity, God raised him back up and 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 put him as the head where every knee shall bow and every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord over them, master over them, right? And, and, and then he said, hey, come back home. Come back and be in, in full unity relationship with with us up here in heaven boom i love it but because of that this means that and it says in this passage that we just read it means that because he ascended and we're one with him and he's one with us it means that we're also seated with him we get to see like him we get to think like him we get to love like him now we no, I'll be the first to say that I don't always see like him. I don't always think like him. I don't always love like him. But we have the same power to help us to do that, help to remind us when we're falling short of the glory of God. We say, oh, I'm so not looking at this person or this situation from heaven's perspective. What is going on here? I am so not thinking good thoughts, you know. Uh, I'm believing these lies about myself or about my situation, or I'm I'm thinking impure thoughts, whatever it is, or or, or you're in a relationship, uh, friendship, uh, complete stranger, and you're not loving them like you would like to be loved. 
you know, all of these things going on, then you're like, wait a minute, I'm not looking at it from the right perspective. I'm not approaching it from the right perspective. I need to realize that I'm seated up in heavenly places with Jesus. So then, therefore, I can see it from His perspective, from heaven's perspective. That gives you a whole different outlook on life, people. Because God, I truly believe, I truly believe He looks at us as a finished work. He calls us His holy ones. We're not holy, are we? According to God, what he's, the way He's looking at us because of what Jesus did for us and because we're united with Him, He looks, us, looks at us through the finished work that Jesus did. And then He sees us as the finished work. And He's like, ha ha, there, there, there's, there's Manuel and how I originally created him to be. Wow, amazing, you know? We're His masterpiece. So in His... In knowing that we have that same power in us that rose Jesus from the dead, in His resurrection, it not only raises us and empowers us, but it also uh, helps us rise up to heaven's perspective because we're seated in heavenly places with Christ right now. And then the last one is because He's seated at the right hand with God and He's in His present rule right now, He's ruling all of creation sitting at the right hand of God from this place of partnership that he has with Heavenly Father because they're one, he grants that same uh, that, that same partnership with us. You know, he empowers us, but he also says, hey, I'm always with you to the end of the day because we're doing this together. The Bible says that we're co-laborers, we're partners with Him in building His kingdom and revealing Heaven's ways here on earth as it is in Heaven, so let it be here on earth. And He will always be with us because we read about the body of Christ and we're the body, but He's the head and we're united, to, we're united with Him. Everything is connected, you know. Wow. Everything is connected when we're in Christ, we're complete in Him. I think that's just so amazing. Read Ephesians 2, 4-7 through 7, and just meditate on that right now. I'm going to read that again while I play a song. Um, and, and, uh, and then I'm just going to have some prayer time for us. All right? So this is Lift You High by House Fire. Here you go. But God... Being rich in mercy, because of the great love with which He loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved, and raised us up with Him, and seated us with Him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that in the coming ages He might show the immeasurable riches of His grace in kindness towards us in Christ Jesus.
Colossians 1.13 says this, He has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of His beloved Son. Our identity is in Jesus, y'all. Our identity <laughs> is in Jesus. The same power that rose Jesus from the dead because it could not hold him down lives in you and me and helps us find our identity in him. In his resurrection, not only raised, but empowered. In his ascension, we're seated with him so we get to see like him, think like him, love like him. Because he's seated at the right hand, Back in partnership with Heavenly Father, we are also in partnership with Him, co-laborers, building the kingdom of God and revealing heaven's ways. We are no longer dead, but we are alive in Christ Jesus. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time. We're looking forward to the next coming weeks where we get to dig deep into what it means to have the same power in us. But today, let us just meditate on our identity that is in you. Let's just meditate on your scripture and in your spoken word. Speak to us through your word. Speak to us so that we can understand and enjoy and live and grow in this power, you Holy Spirit, that lives in us, uniting us to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, restoring us renewing us. Hallelujah. We love you so much, Jesus. Bless those listening. Help them to go away encouraged, equipped, and comforted in the season that they're in. Hallelujah. All right, everybody. Enjoy the rest of this song. Be blessed. And I'll see you. Here goes my dad real quick. He writes, we have one thing in common today. As one people serving one God, we have a grateful heart because Jesus lives in you and me. <laughs> Amen. I'll end with that. Enjoy the song. Be blessed. And I'll see you all next week.